My name is Kevin Tony, and this is the Uncommon Sense Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk about something that is... I've, I've discussed this before, um, and I want to I want to come back and talk about it now because at the time of this podcast, we are now less than a month away from the midterm elections. So election day this year is uh, November 8th, I believe. And um, I want to talk about the importance of participating and understanding your civic duty and doing your part in in uh, helping shape the direction of this country. And one of the things that I want to talk about is, you know, in this age of information where we have these, basically these supercomputers that we carry around in our, in our pockets, these, you know, smartphones, iPhone, Android, whatever you, whatever you have, the world is at your disposal where information is concerned. And because of that, you know, in my opinion, there's no excuse to not know what's happening in America. You know, whether you believe one way or the other, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's your personal responsibility to know and understand what is happening in the country you live in, in the city you live in, in the community you live in. These are things that are incumbent upon us that we are responsible for making ourselves aware so that we can make the right call. And in this climate right now where everybody is, you know, so dead set on what they believe, their way is right, the other way is obviously wrong. You know, politics is a polarizing subject and it's an uncomfortable topic. People don't like talking about it. People don't like engaging in the conversation of politics and and expressing their political beliefs. You know, the silent majority is a big thing now. You started hearing about that, you know, during the, you know, the first Trump's, you know, President Trump's first term. This silent majority of people who supported him, but they didn't want to be public about it because they didn't want the backlash that came along with it. Because, you know, the, the mainstream media had done uh, really a, a master class in framing somebody in the public eye, you know, framing the perception of a single individual in the, in the eyes of the public. They did, it was, it was, you know, it was textbook and it was, it was just something amazing to watch how the media just made Donald Trump this, like the, the bane of America's existence and people bought into that. People believed it because they didn't really do their research. They didn't look at the information that was in front of them objectively. There was no critical thinking. There was no rational thought. It was all thrown to the wind. And so you had this line that was drawn right down the middle of this country. And I'll even go go as far as to say there were, you know, there were a couple of lines drawn. Uh there was a a, a a distinction between Trump supporters, Republicans, 
conservatives, Democrats. And it, it was just amazing to watch. And and being in the middle of it, you know, um, looking at it from my own personal perspectives, you know, I started to think about how there's no excuse anymore for us not to know, you know, who's on the ballot, what issues are we voting for other than just president or governor. You know, I know some people that they don't they only participate in election day when it's, you know, once every 4 years when it's time to vote for a president, they go into the ballot booth and they basically skip all the names on the ballot and go straight to president and vice president. They cast their vote and they leave. They don't pay attention to any of the measures that are on the ballot, any new laws that might go into place. They definitely don't pay attention to, you know, measures on the ballot for the city, local, you know, government, what they're voting on, uh, city council, you know, the mayor, things like that. They just, every four years, president, done. And I think that's... um, I think it's irresponsible. And I think that there's no excuse for that. I think that those days should be over. I think that we need to be wise and understand what's happening in our communities. I think that we need to understand who's on the ballot in city council, who's on the ballot for um, the board of education in our community. These things are important. Judges, local local city judges, the attorney general or the district attorneys in, in your um, in your community, in the city that you live in. All of this is important. And so I want to I want to kind of highlight this because we're coming, you know, down to the midterms are winding up. And there's this push. All of these politicians are pushing to get their vote. They're pushing for donations. Man, I, I get at least. 10 or 15 text messages a day from politicians asking for donations. You know, I get, you know, three or four calls a week from some super PAC asking for donations to, to support a particular candidate because there's a lot at stake and the country is not in a great position right now. And I think that that is the reason why it's important for us to understand how we're voting, who we're voting for, and why we're choosing to vote the way we vote. You know, if you look, like, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to talk about where you are. I'm just only speak from my own experience. And I know that a lot of people out there are feeling the same thing. You know, it's not so much gas prices anymore, but, you know, I have a a pretty good-sized family. And because of that, we spend a lot of time at the grocery store. And... For what I'm paying now at the grocery store as to what I was paying a year ago, two years ago, it's absolutely ridiculous. And this is just, I think we're just kind of scratching the surface on, you know, where these food prices can go. Um, these these issues that we're having with supply chain and the delays and, you know, getting certain items restocked in grocery stores. I think that there's potential for it to become a lot worse in the months ahead. And so how you vote 
affects what kind of things can be put in place to, you know, kind of help ease the pain that everybody is feeling at the grocery store, you know, um, the pain that people are feeling. You know, yeah, gas prices are still higher than they normally were a year ago, two years ago. Um, So that's still a big, you know, financial pain point for a lot of people in this country. And it comes down to how you vote and understanding what it means to have the right information when you go into the voting booth. And so that's what that's what this is about in this episode in this episode is just kind of highlighting the importance of having knowledge. And for people who don't think that it's important, uh, I just I wish that you would change that thinking. This whole mentality of my vote doesn't count and, you know, the government is controlled and what's the point and so on and so forth. I'm going to tell you why I think that that's a a lazy, uninformed cop-out, okay? Over the summer, we saw, you know, Roe versus Wade get overturned by, you know, conservative Supreme Court justices. Those were Supreme Court justices that were placed you know, put in place by Donald Trump. And whatever you think about Donald Trump, whether you voted for him or not, the the fact that you voted for him is what got you Roe versus Wade overturned. So your vote does count. It might not matter right away, but at some point it will count. And I think that's why it's important for us to abandon that mentality that my vote doesn't count. You know, even if you don't believe it counts on um, a federal uh, national scale, it definitely counts on a local level because that's where you will see the effects of it, you know, more readily. Where, you know, your local city has a a new measure on the ballot that's going to change laws or raise taxes or so on and so forth. And you have an opportunity to say, yes, you agree with why taxes should go up or no, you don't agree. Why I should, you know, why should I pay more money? you know, for X, Y, and Z. And when you don't know these things, you Johnny come lately after the fact when they take effect and they come into place and you kind of just kind of left holding the bag because you weren't informed. And I know a lot of people that, you know, you, you have conversations with them and they said, if I had known, I would I would have voted differently on that. You know, we need to be informed. And the time of not knowing is, is over. You know, the excuse to say, I didn't know, it's just not relevant anymore. You don't get a pass for not knowing when you have a supercomputer in your pocket that can tell you just about any piece of information on the planet that you want to find. And I want to say something, too, about, you know, they, they, there's a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk the last election about voter suppression. And, you know, they tried to gear it more towards uh, white lawmakers suppressing the black vote and so on and so forth, which is a bunch of nonsense. And let me just let me just say this. Anytime somebody comes to you and tells you how to vote. They're suppressing your vote. When they're taking away the opportunity for you to make your own informed decision That is voter suppression. When we marched for the right to vote, 
as black people in this country, you know, the Voting Rights Act that was, you know, was passed when we got the right to vote in America, we did not get the right to be told how to vote. The right is our own to make our own choice. And you have a lot of people that mean well, that will, you know, oh, I know you didn't do the research, so I did it for you. This is who you should vote for. This is how you should vote, and so on and so forth. Yes, that is, that's all well and good, but that is a form of voter suppression. Anybody who tells you or gives you an idea, say, you need to vote for this person, and they don't really tell you why, uh, it's just, it's irresponsible. And it doesn't it doesn't help. It's it's not helping the cause of putting people in position to make their own choice, empowering people to make their own choice. And that's what the right to vote is all about. The power to make your choice for yourself. And so we have to we have to begin to think differently in that regard. We have to take ownership of how you know, we look at what's happening ahead of us, the future, the potential for, you know, things to go a certain way and learn how to come up against it. And you can't do that if your head is in the sand and you're just not paying attention and it's not important. You're more important, you know, it's more important you get the right selfie angle and post it on TikTok or the right video or whatever challenge is popular at the time or or whatever is is you know something that you think is of interest. This is something that happens only a couple of times a year. And I think we can stop what we're doing and take a second to step back and look at what's happening in this country. Look at what's happening in our cities, in our neighborhoods, you know, in our states and figure out how you know we need to best be prepared to make the right choices. You know, when Roe versus Wade was overturned, it was all of this confusion. You know, a lot of it fueled by the media where they were saying that women just lost the right to have an abortion. Women lost the rights to their bodies. And what they never said was, you know, hey, we didn't say that you couldn't get an abortion. We just said now it's up to the state that you live in to determine whether you can have an abortion or not. So what does that mean? When abortion rights come up on the ballot in your local election, it's up to you to go into the ballot box and make that choice to vote whether you want to be able to go in and terminate a pregnancy or you don't want people to be allowed to do that. That's a choice that is made in the ballot box by the local citizens, by the voters. You can still, ladies, listen to me. You can still terminate your pregnancy if you want to. You might not be able to do it in the state that you live in, but there is a state. There will always be a state that will welcome you and allow you to terminate your pregnancy in the womb if you choose to do so. So let's let's cut out all of this um, political grandstanding. Let's cut out all this nonsense about how you know, a woman doesn't have a right to choose, where nobody realizes that in 1973 when Roe v. Wade was brought, was passed, there were no women on the Supreme Court. So it was a group of nine men who thought it was okay for women to terminate their pregnancies and thought that they should have the right to do it on a federal level. 
So at that point, men made the choice over women's bodies and said, it's okay for you guys to do this. And so now you have these you know, these stories in the news where it's, 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 a, it's a sexy buzzword phrase, trigger word to say men shouldn't have uh, any say-so over women's bodies. Well, they had say-so in 1973, and you didn't have a problem with it. So um, let's just be clear that, you know, that just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, how you vote in the upcoming elections about where your state lands on abortion rights, that's, that's on you to know or not know and to suffer the consequences for not knowing if you don't, if you don't participate. If you don't participate in your civic duty, that's on you. And you can cry and whine about it, you know, however you think you, you need to, but if you are not empowering yourself to make the right choice or to make the choice that you think is right for you in the ballot box, it's nobody's fault but your own. If you have, you know, the information that's at your disposal, it's out there. It's everywhere. They want everybody to know who to vote for or, you know, the election is a big thing. So it's no excuse. And this is not about whether you want to vote Republican or vote Democrat or Libertarian or Green Party or whatever you are, independent, whatever your political affiliation or your leanings are. Listen, what it comes down to is you have to vote with your values. Vote with your values. And what does that mean? It means finding out which political politicians, which, polit which, which political side speaks more to your personal values in your everyday life. And a lot of people would be shocked to find out that it might be conservative. It might be more liberal. But it's up to you to do the research to find out what your core values are and which political party lines up best with that. None of them are going to be perfect. Neither one of them are going to check every box for your core values. But a mature person would line up with the person that has the most that, you know, the group that checks the most boxes. You say, you know what, this is how I feel for myself and my family. These are the things that my children are up against. You know, I'm at a point now, man, at my age, you know, I'm 43 years old. You know, I have two small children. All the choices I make in the, in the voting booth are for them. They're for my kids. And so I look at everything carefully to see, you know what, how is this going to affect my son or my daughter? Because at my age, you know, I've lived long enough to be able to handle whatever comes down the pike and I can weather the storm. But if I can put my kids in a position to where they don't have to do that down the line, then that's a part of my responsibility as being a good parent. And so when my kids were born, my political leanings kind of shifted because I started thinking more about how they would be affected directly. And so, you know, it just it's just a matter of your perspective, again, what your values are. And I think that it is your personal responsibility. It's your duty as a citizen of this country to know what's happening 
in the neighborhood around you, to know what's happening in the city around you, in your state, in your in your nation, and not just to be fed information secondhand, but search it out. When you hear something that doesn't quite sound right, it's up to you to search it out to see, you know what, hey, does you know something about that didn't make sense. Let me look it up and see what I can find on it. But we don't want to do that because we are such a lazy society where information is concerned that we just don't give any value to. You know, we just take it at face value. Our minds have been so conditioned to just be social social media minded that we just, you know, we, we could care less about, you know, the world around us. And uh, I think that's all by design. Uh, I think that social media is, it's a gift and a curse. It's more of a curse than anything that I've seen, you know, in, in my lifetime um, to find the value in it. It's just, you know, that's, that's a topic for another day. But um, as you start to look at the upcoming elections, again, this is less than a month away for the midterms. It's up to you to find out in your state when does early voting start it. You know, when does it start? What are the times? Early voting is usually two weeks before Election Day um, where, you know, different polling places are open. It's up to you. There are all kind of resources out there. Google is your friend. And you even have, like, where Facebook and Instagram, I'm getting notifications on Instagram that, you know, asking me, if I'm registered to vote, click the link here to register to vote and find out where your polling place is. And, you know, they have all that information right there in the app because it's important to them. It's important that a certain this this comes out a certain way, you know. And so um, I think that you need to take responsibility if you're listening to me, if you're hearing me now. Take responsibility you still have plenty of time to do it. You know, I had to learn for myself, you know, not to listen to anybody else, but to do the research for myself instead of just going into a ballot box and checking Democrat all the way down, voting down party lines and not even knowing who these people are. Like, I never heard of it. I don't know what their values are. I don't know what they think about, you know, life or, you know, what their moral code is. I have no idea. So it's up to us to figure that stuff out. Because just because you vote for somebody that you think is aligned with your with the party that you've been voting with, you know, you've been voting the same way and, you know, even these commercials that come on, these advertisements about voting, man, they 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 suppress your vote and try to tell you which which way to vote, but they do it in such a clever way that if you don't know what you're listening for, you'll you'll miss it. You know, they'll say, we need to take back this country. We need to, we need to stop, you know, we need to save women's rights. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to, you know, help uh, underprivileged communities. We need to help people of color. And while we're talking about people of color, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to the black community. This notion that for the last 60, 70 years that, you know, listen, no other ethnic group has voted for the same party consistently. 90% of the time. 90% of the time, black people 
vote democratically. There's no other ethnic group in this country that does that. Every other ethnic group can say that they have changed. Sometimes I vote Republican. Sometimes I vote Democrat. Sometimes I'm independent. I don't know. Black people, no, it's Democrat. I watched a video um, last week. It was a video that was floating around from the 2020 election where this family went to go vote. It was a mother, her son, and her daughter. They all went to go vote together. And on the ride home, the mom found out that the son voted for Donald Trump. And she went off. I mean, like, she she let him have it. I mean, it was just, how could you vote for him? You know, that was a vote lost for Biden. You know, we I told you who to vote for. I told you to go in there and vote for Biden, this and the third. I thank that brother for not allowing his mother to suppress his vote, like so many other people. She took, she tried to take choice away from him. Um, thankfully, he didn't follow that like so many would because, you know, some people just, they ask their mom and dad, oh, how, who are you voting for? Oh, I'm voting for this person. Oh, okay, well, I'm just going to pick that person too. That's dumb. That's, listen, that's weak-minded weak people have that mentality. Low thinking, low IQ, low vibrating, whatever you want to say, however you want to word it, that is, that's just, it's just silly. So be informed. Don't let anybody tell you how to vote. You got to know for yourself. Voter suppression is real. And people kind of dress it up like they mean well. They're just trying to help. Hey, you know, I, I didn't know if you had time to do the research, so I just did it. You know, um, people that vote for some black people that vote for other candidates just because they're black. Which is... Uh, <laughs> It's silly because if it's a black Republican, then they're a sellout or they're an Uncle Tom or they're a coon because, you know, they're not on a they're not, you know, on a Democratic ticket. So we'll say we vote for black people. We when we gonna vote for everybody black. Oh, they black, I'm voting for them. Wait, wait, wait. You said he a Republican? Oh, I, I can't vote for them. I can't support them. If we continue on that way, black people, we're gonna get exactly what we deserve. And I feel like we're getting a lot of what we deserve right now for this same mentality that we have in the way we vote. The fact that we just, you know, we make excuses, you know, and I think it's interesting, man, when, when, when people look around and see that the, the shape that the country is in, y'all hated Trump so much. Y'all were so, it was so easy to be vocal about how much you hated Donald Trump. I don't like the way he talks to reporters. I don't like the way he does this and so on and so on and so forth. But now when you look around and people are looking at their pocket and their bank account and it's suffering, you know, their finances are crap. The stock market is trash. They don't have anything to say. They looking at these nonstop videos of Joe Biden on TV sounding like he don't know where he is half the time. He can't string together a coherent sentence. Kamala Harris, who talks in circles and can't make a point. You don't know what she's saying. It's just a bunch of word salad just put together. It's mess. And they don't have nothing to say. And so they make the excuse that, well, all politicians, you know, neither one of them are right. You know, they try to make it an even thing to justify the foolishness of not knowing. 
and smart people don't buy it. Intelligent people, we're not buying it anymore. We know exactly what's going on. You chose wrong. You don't know how to take accountability and own up to the choice you made. And it's as simple as that. But you don't have to live in ignorance. That's the beauty of having a smartphone in your pocket and the world at your disposal, you know, uh, where the information superhighway is in your pocket. You don't have to live that way. You can be informed. So I'll say this in wrapping up. uh, Again, the midterm elections are coming up. It's a lot at stake. The trajectory of this country, I think, could change if we can, if if the Republican take the House and the Senate. I think a lot of things can change in this country. Um, is it going to be perfect? No, it, it'll never be perfect, but it can definitely be better. So Election Day is November 8th. Take some time to look at who your local candidates are. Look at the city you live in, who's running for mayor, who's on city, who's running for city council, who's running for the school board, who are the district attorneys, the judges that are, you know, on the ballot, who are the candidates, who's your local congressman that's running for Congress, your local senators, who's in the Senate race in the state where you live. You should know these things and be informed, make the right choice, research these candidates and feel good about the choice that you made because it's a choice that you made. Nobody else made it for you. Don't let anybody suppress your vote. I appreciate y'all take this time uh, to listen and um, we're going to keep it going. I will definitely be doing a follow-up after election day just to kind of, you know, give my thoughts on, you know, the election results and to see what happened. But Hopefully um, this will light a fire in you to make you kind of get involved and get off the sidelines and uh, do your part. I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you for tapping in. And remember, common sense is uncommon. Uncommon.